We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years, presented by Sleeper. Warriors win 141-139. Do we have in-season tournament fever? Uh, that, that, that was a playoff game. Dude, actually, I, <laughs> that was a playoff game. I know 141-139, whatever. Throw that out the window. That, that was an early season, maybe not the best executed playoff game. But playoff intensity, nonetheless. Last five minutes, man. Uh, Steve Kerr treated like that, that like it was a playoff game. You know, the one thing about the Warriors, Sam, is they are just great for the NBA. There's no better team for the NBA than the Golden State Warriors. There isn't. No, no, it was it, it, dude. My phone is blowing up with just angry non-Warrior fans having feelings about Draymond. Oh, the league's fixing it. For the Warriors, blah, blah, blah. it's like, no offense, but if you're playing technicalities that he may have touched the rim on a basket that was going in and he didn't affect, that's that's some. That's no, no, we're back. We're back. We're back in 2015, yeah. right? We're back in 2016. Back. It's just back. like anytime the Warriors win, it's it's oh, it's a it's a technicality. You know, even Draymond did the whole Draymond and OKC thing. You know, he's getting he's getting mm-hmm. reviewed on a shot going up when it's obvious it's not a flagrant, but somehow they review that. But Sam, they didn't review the one on Clay where Jay Williams dives straight into his balls. It's just a classic, classic Golden State Warriors close game down the stretch in OKC. This was uh, I feel like every Warriors game this season has given me a sweat. Every game. Gotta Amazing. love it. Gotta love it. I gotta ask you, what do you think? Would so so are we pro in season tournament? Is that where we're at right now? Like I'm trying to decide. It, I because I liked it. I liked the intensity behind the game. Don't know if I like the court. Still don't know if I like the general concept of the tournament, but I liked November 3rd, my birthday. I'm watching the Warriors and the Thunder lock in and play basketball the way it's meant to be played intensity wise. Yeah. You know, we're not, you know, we're not getting that. You don't think so. If this doesn't exist. Um, First off, we should have, we, we buried the lead. As you say, happy birthday. Uh, What is it? 45th, 46th birthday for you. Look at you. The gray in the, the great. Gray's been there for you. Let's get in here, man. We got a lot of happy birthdays (laughs) in the comments, you know, say, 
Uh, you know, I got a lot of. Um, First off, of- I am not over forty, so we will, <laughs> we'll we'll stop we'll stop on those jokes. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that as long as I can, which is increasingly less and less. No other way around it. Yeah, my guy GT Chong, happy sixty eighth. Take a Tylenol. Do need a Tylenol. You do need a Tylenol. That's that's the we'll back. See, we'll see. I'll, I'll be up. I'll be up three hours before you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know that. I don't know if that makes me young though. I don't know. Anyway, hey, here, here's how we know you're still in your prime, brother. I got I got some texts at four in the morning from uh oh from super producer Tim and and he's sending us Reddit posts right of people that are just listening to the Light Years podcast and they're talking about. Oh, you know, we've kind of we used to hate the podcast, but you know, and they're actually pretty awesome. And then a couple rows down, you see a ton of comments go, "Yeah, you know, I like it, but I just like that one guy with the beard <laughs> way more than the other guy." And I'm just like, you know, you're still in your prime, uh, man. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! I appreciate. To you, I appreciate it. I got the I got the birthday present I wanted, which was <laughs> a fun game and a warrior win. On Brad, I don't know, man. It on was a uh, um. Let, let's get to the game because that, right. that was. All right. That was that was a good time. So like I feel like the the best way to frame it is OKC couldn't miss a shot. Yeah. In a normal game, you probably like the Warriors defense. You probably live with Lou Dort taking threes. Lou Dort isn't going what seven for seven from three normal nights, right? But he did. And they had to dig into it. And we've said all all offseason for this roster to work, Steve Kerr's gonna have to get his Eric Spolster on. And that's what I saw with the offense, defense substitutions, with the you know, they they go with the Steph Clay, Wiggins, Kuminga, yep. yep, Draymond lineup, and then they switch them for like the midget lineup with like Steph, CP3, yep. GP2, Clay, um, Draymond, and he's playing offense, defense. It's super active, and uh, you know it's, it's kind of the roster they are. But th- that's exactly what I wanted to see. You know, play your matchups and let Steph take you home. That was uh, exactly what we wanted to see all offseason because the biggest thing was I, I just don't know how you're going to be able to play a set lineup all season. One, they're not good enough anymore, right? If Clay was Clay, if Draymond was Draymond, although Draymond looked looked pretty like his old self tonight, but and Clay hit a big three to tie the game. Uh, but you don't have Andre Godala, right? You don't have uh, even Sean Lemus, you obviously don't have KD. Um, so you can't just play those guys. And then I think that you've got to play GP2 in these closing units. Did you see that steal he had on Jalen Williams? Just perfection. But sometimes you can't roll with him for more than five minutes at a time, so then you're going to have to bring in other guys to handle the ball like Chris Paul, right? So I, I thought Steve Kerr coached this like a playoff game, didn't you? Like, we yeah, haven't really yeah. seen him do this all, all year yet, but this is a game where I think he was he was tinkering. Um, OKC was hitting bullshit shots, and he was just down to the wire, I thought, clicking the right buttons. He- he doesn't have the roster where it's like, all right, my main five guys are in and I'm going to let them do their thing. He he has a roster he's going to have to tinker with. He's like, okay, I got to shut off point of attack. GP2, get out there and just hound him. You know, okay, I need uh, a little more athleticism because we're getting killed on the glass. Kuminga and Wiggins get in there and crash the glass. By the way, shout out Wiggins. Uh, first game all season where I think he really made himself felt rebounding. Yeah. Uh, and they needed it because, it, you know, this is going to be a theme all year. Okay, so he was more athletic than them. You know, like it is what it is, right? Like they need to that out there and um, pushed all the right buttons. Every player's bought in. I think that's the more important part. You know, they have ten players. You could easily have a roster where guys are 
frustrated. They're not playing more. You could see a Moses Moody being like, I deserve more minutes. Uh, you could see a Chris Paul, first bout Hall of Famer, being upset coming off the bench. You could see a Kuminga doing that sort of like all stuff, but like everyone's bought into buying their role and they're okay with it. And that's how you know, you know, things are moving in a good direction with this team. Um, I also think win or lose this game, uh, the process would have been would have been the right process for me, right. even if they had lost this game. Okay, C just made a ridiculous amount of shots. Lou Dort made seven threes in a row. Uh, through that game, just, right? I, just six, yeah, only six, right? Twenty nine <laughs> points from Ludor makes no sense. I'm watching Kason Wallace, who seems like a really promising rookie, but he's, he's making rookie. left hand lays over Draymond. It's like, come on, man! Like that's that's not that's an Andrew Nemhard type of behavior from last season, right? So these aren't things that are sustainable. As AJ, who's a shooter, but he has sixteen points, right? So just Josh Giddy looked like he was a prime. Uh, LeBron flipping shots, running through people and shout flipping out, shots. Way, in the paint. Like, what is that? Shout out Josh Giddy. I did not save his game in sleeper fantasy last week. I will be locking this one. Is in. this the one? All right. All right. I think this is, I think this might be the one. Yeah. Shout I'm out. I'm also to running out. I'm also running out of games. So you've got two <laughs> more days. I think I, I'm going up against Tommy to this weekend. Uh, I should be able to, should be able to get that one done, but I just, I, I'm just, I'm happy with the process the Warriors have been working through the the first six games of the season, right? It, it feels like they're doing everything correctly. I think the only thing that you can say um, about this team right now is, yeah, they're going to lose some of these games when the other team's super young and super athletic, and they just don't got it. I think tonight they had it. I think against Sack they didn't have it, right? How bad Steph looked. He just didn't have any legs. Tonight, Steph looked great. Clay looked great. These guys had their legs under them. But I think throughout the season – they're just going to lose some games because they're old. <laughs> like, I, I think that's just what Chris Paul for six tonight, but he had 13 assists. So this was a night where OKC gave you their best game, but the Warriors were up for it. I didn't even know Kuminga had 19 points, Sam. Like, we'll get to it. But Kuminga went through, by the way, it was, I want to say third quarter. They went through a stretch where it was just feed Kuminga in the post. Like he sealed his man. Chris Paul threw it to him quick. Steph threw it to him quick. And he just, you know, one-on-one on a smaller guy went to work. In, the, in that capacity, uh, Kumik, I mean, he's an interesting player for this team because the fit's not perfect. He's young, um, you know, a little turnover prone, a little kind of like bull in China shop in general. But he's also like an absolutely necessary ingredient for this team. Like I, I think I said on the last pod, I think he's like a necessary agent of chaos for this team. And it seems like this year, unlike last year, there seems to be an acknowledgement on both sides of like, this is your role. There's going to be games where you're hot and we're going to really let you play to your strengths a little more. And there's going to be games where it's a little smaller, but like we want you playing aggressively. We want to take advantage of the things that you do, but we also acknowledge that like you need to get better. You get better at not turning the ball over and you get better rotating defensively. You need to get better rebounding the ball. You do all those things. If you actually want to be that, you know, 35 minute per game player who's an all star who he, in his mind he wants to be. Uh, last year's version of this team, Steve Kerr would have benched him after the first half because yeah. Domingo was pretty, pretty bad in the first half. And, yeah. uh, and I think that's unfair sometimes, right? Because you need him. It's not like you're a team that, that is good enough to win without him. At least they weren't last year. Um, and they needed him tonight. They needed him tonight. Um, you talked about him getting free. I mean, I think part of that is because of Chris Paul, too, right? Chris Paul is yeah, going and, in there and, with a soul. And Neil, um, Neil in the chat brings up last year, Jordan Poole was 
Uh, Jordan Poole's irresponsible bug getter. Poole being gone frees up Kuminga to be that score. I think that's part of it too. You know, do we see this Kuminga if they have Poole instead of Chris Paul? No chance. Yeah, yeah. Like Poole's looking for his own shot, and the coaching staff is they have enough on their plate trying to wrangle him in. Whereas Chris Paul, it's the opposite. Chris Paul is like the adult, and he's trying to get Kuminga going. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it ties all together. It's like maybe they should have done this last year. I think you and I both agree they should have done this last year. But like they needed to kind of commit to – you can only have so many youthful projects you're trying to do at the same time. And you kind of need some other guys who just are smart and kind of do their thing around them. Yeah, I think that's it. They They needed – they need enough guys that know how to play their role. And I think Kaminga, you're never going to ask him to be a facilitator type of role. He's not a spot-up shooter type of guy, right? His role is to do what he does today. It's just cut to the rim, get the ball from eight feet, and he's pretty on His touch is pretty pretty great. It, it reminds me, I mean, like, GP doesn't, doesn't have the touch outside of 10 feet, which Kaminga does. But you get those guys around the rim. They're, they're pretty damn good finishers. Um, you kind of wish... Like for me, you kind of wish Andrew Wiggins was that type of finisher around the rim. He's got sure. that nice post-up flip game. But again, like Andrew Wiggins is a much better three-point shooter than those guys. Right. So um that bench unit kept him in the game a few times. I thought it was huge. Uh it came out the the it came out of halftime pretty poor. Right. This this whole game was all over the place. But they, they had Kaminga and Moody and, and especially GP2 in there. I, I think for me, that's the guy that reminds me the most of Iguodala is GP2. Like it's not it's not Moody, it's not Kaminga. It's not, it's, it's not, not Chris Paul. Paul. It's not, it's on, not man. man. When I watch that game-winning steal that you need is GP2. That that True. that guy that's standing on baseline and finishing at the rim uh, from a Draymond pass off a of four-on-three, that's GP2. And so I get... Well, let, me, let me take it to another level. Yeah. It's offensively Chris Paul, defensively GP2, which speaks to the... How you know, he is. Steve, and, and also it speaks to like Kerr having to... I don't want to say evolve, but like it, it's not easy to coach when you're like, these are my best offensive guys. These are my best. Like you have to be very quick with your subs. Right. And that's kind of the roster they have right now. And I feel like he's, he's hitting all the right buttons on that. Yeah. It'd be nice if you had just a six, seven guy who's both of those things. Um, You could. And that's what made them so great is you just, you just played those guys to close. But could, but could you, um, well, not that easy. Not that easy to find. No, exactly. I mean, they, you did. Is yeah, what I was like, you could, as in you did. You had a few of those guys, right? Even Livingston, but again, um, different guys. And now you kind of, you know, as great as Wiggins is, and and Kaminga and Moody hopefully will be. Like they'll never be uh, that version of Iguodala. I don't think. Um, hey, what? It's a, high, it's a high bar. It's it's, it's like uh, I, I'm happy with the rate they're projecting. I I don't want to like assume they're going to turn into that guy. It just sets you up for. It's unfair. Um, what do you think about the ending? I mean, <laughs> I like the way it played out. Honestly, I like, like, I liked, I want to take a step back. I think I've said this four times on the show. I want to give Steve Kerr credit where I can give him, you know, I think he played it perfectly the entire way through. I think the subs were on point and, you know, Steph hit the game winner. As far as I'm concerned, I have a, uh, I have a take. Everything I hate about Adam Silver's NBA was on display the last minute of the game where we get an unnecessary five-minute fucking review of a clearly made basket where all interference had no impact on the play. Draymond touched the rim. Giddy grabbed the net. Both of those are violations. By default, 
Both of those should set off and it should just be a made basket. I didn't need a two minute review to ruin what was an awesome moment. Anyone watching it saw in real time interference was two guys crashing the board. It made no impact on the play. Count it over game winner. Let everyone feel the moment. We don't need lawyers to litigate at all times. That's what it felt like. It felt like a, it felt like a professional setting where it's like, let's bring legal in. Let's bring legal in. I need legal's opinion on this play. We can't like, can we just play with intent? Am I wrong? Chat, tell me, am I wrong? I I agree with you. The chat agrees <laughs> with you. Uh, it, it ruined the moment. It was an incredible shot. Uh, Steph could have taken the step back 30 footer, which I thought he was going to Steph was five for 10 from three. Um, I I'd assume he was going to make that shot anyway, but he went in and flipped the ball underhand, um, over Chet Holmgren from not even the paint. He shot that thing from like, <laughs> you're right. He shot that baby yeah. from like nine feet away. And, and exactly. That's what happened when the shot went in you know, somebody's phone fell and just ruined the moment. You know what I mean? Like, what are we, do what are we doing here? By the way, did you see in the replay slow mo fits in the background fist pumping? And that is a perfect, a perfect picture to describe Fitz, uh, who I think is great on those type of calls. But man, he was in his bag tonight with how goddamn insufferable he was. Talking about the Warriors are going to lose this game mid third quarter, down five. Anyway, back to the the step oh, shot, God. Sam. The, uh, it was bad. Every um, it was bad. Every Lou Dort make Fitz was like start the bus. Start like, the dude, bus. he's yeah, right. Like he's making a shot. It's all, it's okay, man. Just it, it's all right. Like, like, I, like it was saying, like it, you know, if the he's gonna make shots, all right, you know, like usually that means you're in a bad shape. But you know what? This team's probably better than we give them credit for. Like I want, I want to throw a couple things out there for why you should be optimistic. This team will continue to improve. Chris Paul is currently shooting eight percent. I don't know. Some 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 joke like that. Actually, from three? actually, no, less than five percent from three. It's it's bad. He's not hitting any shots now. You could worry and be like, he may never be able to hit shot again. He may be washed, but or you could be like me, where I'm like, he's probably gonna come around a little bit. And the point I'm making is he's not hitting shots in any capacity. Andrew Wiggins, who came alive in the fourth quarter, rebounding the ball, has been terrible for most of the season. Um, and then Clay Thompson, he hit some shots this game, but he's at best 60% of what you reasonably expect. Sure. Steph's playing like God, but Steph always plays like God. This room, this team has a lot of room for improvement and they're already playing good, convincing winning basketball. So, you know, I'm pretty optimistic. Chris Paul is shooting to your point 5% from three. That is entering, that is. entering today. And he went over two, so it's not going up. So it's under 5% from the, that is impressive. He's shooting. Yeah. I mean, he shoot 38% from the field. He dropped off last season, 30, 49 to 44. So I think he's, he's declining, but yeah, I mean, 5% is ridiculous. Nobody's shooting 5%. From 30. <laughs> yeah, he's a 30, I, 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 yeah. I'm not expecting him to go 50, 40, 90. I'm just expecting him to go better than 5% from three. You know, Clay looks better, right? Yeah. Clay's legs look better. Yeah. I thought he had a couple rough ones against Giddy there when Giddy got hot, but I also thought he, he stayed up pretty well against Jalen Williams and, and Giddy at the end had a nice defensive position against Shet. So I think, I think people are so quick to talk about, Oh, Clay can't guard anymore when he gives up a bucket newsflash dude in today's NBA, everyone gives up buckets. He's not as great as he was previously, but he isn't a sieve. 
Um, and so, you know, he's gotten a little better. I love this quote. Let's talk about this for a second because I, I got some takes on this. We need to we need to leave last year in the rearview mirror. You know, we we have a decade of experience closing games, winning close games, winning championships. So um, last year was the exception. This year is the rule. What does it say about your resolve that you guys were able to finish the way that you did? It says we are who we are. We're, you know, there's a reason, you know, these guys have hung banners. They're wearing rings. They're good at this. Is that's? It seems like a message you're almost trying to get out there. That like, stop talking about last year. I mean, yes. Is yes. that? And I'm to talking the, to you guys. Okay. You know what? I don't disagree with him. Last year sucked, and they deserve all the criticism they got for it. But they also deserve a certain level of grace. They're the best team of the last decade. They won four titles. They've been to six finals in nine years. The years they didn't go to the finals, literally people had torn ligaments in their legs. That's it. They've been the best team in the NBA for a decade. Steph's been the best player in the NBA for a decade. Where is the grace extended to a team having one off here? I also think it's unfair to, to the chat saying Anthony Lamb played. Come on. I I think it's it's a little piling on. I, I don't I think Steve's more and he's not gonna say this out loud. Um I think it's more he doesn't want to have all this blame go to Jordan Poole. Because I think whenever guys talk about this is last year's problem, the chemistry so much better. I thought Draymond's quote about the chemistry being so much better and that people hate going to work last year. I thought it was a ridiculous quote. Um just completely ridiculous and and not and not aware. Uh, and to Luke's point in the comment, just move on. I just think Steve doesn't want it to be, oh, everybody's piling on in Jordan Poole, even though some of the blame is to him, but everybody's using that as kind of fuel. I think you can use that, but they're making it public, Sam. It's not, it's unfit for a team this old and mature and has won this much to act like this, to act like, oh, it's, it's Jordan Poole this, it's Jordan Poole that. Dude, Jordan Poole's gone, man. He's, That's he's, true. That's he's true. in a terrible situation. He loses, he sucks. He doesn't take the game seriously, but he also gets paid 35 mil. He's living the dream. He's living the dream. And the Warriors are now 5-1. and one. They're 4-0 on the road, right? They're living the dream, too. So can we stop? You're right. You're right? right. You and you're I right. can keep talking about it because we we have a podcast that people like. So we we can talk about it. But I just don't like it when you know Draymond goes out there and is talking about it. Right? It's annoying. You're right. I mean, like, do I disagree with what Draymond said? No. No. Right. Should he have said it? No. It's it's a dick comment. It's unnecessary. Yeah. I do I do think Creedence should be giving it to Steve, where he's just like, enough. Like these guys aren't perfect, but they've proven over the last decade they're winners. Stop like overreacting to the fact that last year didn't go the way you expect Warrior basketball to go. Yeah, and I think I think that's putting the league on notice a little bit. I think that's also for his team. To be like, you guys are you guys are still those dudes. Don't like play down. Be champion. Act like yeah. champions. Act like champions. Stop playing down to, to Twitter trolls. Stop playing down because some dude in spaces says the dynasty ended. You know? Like, I don't know. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like act act your age, maybe. You know? Maybe, maybe he's kind of like just like supplementally calling out Draymond and be like, dude. Get over it. You know, yeah, like it, it is exactly. what it is. Yeah. You're you're a champion. Stop reacting to people saying stuff every like because they're gonna say stuff every day. 
you can win four titles in a row and you lose a game, people be like, I told you who wasn't that good. Like that's that's social media, that's the internet in 2023, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm with you. That happened with Clay too, right? So yeah, um, yeah, and it's like I, on some of them I can't blame them, like because like you and I can like react to that stuff too, and like God knows it's more more in their mentions than mine. Or yeah, you know? so yeah. Um, so get I, some ho- goons? I hope they they yeah I hope they stop it. Yeah, before we get to the goons, as everyone knows, this week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Sleeper Basketball. Sleeper Basketball, let's go. Sleeper, by the way, Sleeper Daily Fantasy Basketball. So. Here's the thing, right? Here's how it works. If you're not using the Sleeper app, app for DFS, I am, Sam is. Here's what you do. So tonight, you can, in theory, take Steph and you can take Chet Holmgren to hit their overs on points, rebounds, assists. Uh, so if you I'm, think I'm you know, kicking myself, I didn't take Lou that's, Dort. That's what I'm Well, well, if you took Lou Dort, you're getting paid, which is exactly the point, right? If you took Lou Dort tonight, you're getting paid 100x. So if you think you know basketball, then try to turn your basketball knowledge into real money with the Sleeper app, the ultimate fantasy sports app that can turn game day into payday. Just download the Sleeper app, pick more or less on your favorite players, if your favorite player is Lou Dort, with more stats than any other DFS app. Uh, just choose two or more of your favorite guys from pregame or live. So you can pick more or less from the predicted stats and you can win up to 100 extra money if your picks win. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Sleep, see Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 25 states. Check out Sleeper today. Promo code Light Years. L I G H T Y E A R S. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was. Game time, because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy. All the above. The game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use light years, L-Y-G-H-T-Y-E-R-S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code light years for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. <laughs> let's get oh. some goons. Let's get those goons. Here, I got Mika's up here. Lead off, lead off, lead off, lead off, lead off. Let's go. Oh boy, where are we Yo, at, boys? How we doing? Good. How we doing. Um, I was uh, closing at my restaurant. I was in the back doing some folds, and I my side work took you know an extra forty minutes because I had to stop, get up, watch the game, and then you know I gotta say, amazing game, amazing game. The refs down the stretch it was a real ref show. Like the final. Final three minutes of NBA games don't need to be 25 minutes real time. I find that to be that's what ridiculous. I'm that's what we are we are culturally aligned on this issue. And, and and it felt it had shades of last year. It was like a game that we were battling, we were there, we were in it, and the rest were just trying to snatch it from us. But here's the thing I know about the basketball. It's um it's honest and it's truthful. And uh it, it simply it's never lied. The ball has always been an honest and truthful ball, and I've always felt that way. 
I just want to know for you guys, rank these four teams in terms of fan bases that hate Steph Curry the most. Houston, Portland, Cleveland, and OKC. I think there's a strong case it's Houston, but I mean, how many times does Steph in OKC have to buzzer beat these fucking fools? Uh, vibes are back, and I, I've been looking at those title odds because, man, they're looking good in the clutch, especially when it comes down to winning time. These guys have it. So, love you, boys. Have a great show. Love you, Beacon. So, so Get home safe. I don't think OKC or Houston are on the same level as Cleveland and Portland. Cleveland and Portland are resentful. They're very like angry, resentful cities. Uh, by the way, I agree with you on Cleveland. The way you said resentful cracks me up. Um, it's 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 very like resentful. Yeah, like they they feel like their guys better, and they feel like the media is doing something to stop them. Houston has moved on. They don't love James Harden anymore. They kind of. They, kind they of hate their own team right now. They're kind of envious of Steph. They're like, you know, they, they used to take the Hardens better than Steph's side. They've watched the way the Harden thing played out. They're like, you know, they're like yeah, it would have been nice to have Steph, to be honest. I mean, a lot, a lot less drama, you yeah. know? I, I'm, I think Cleveland. Neil um, uh, says Cleveland boots Steph at the All-Star game. I mean, I think it's Cleveland. By the way, shout out Mikas, who's watching the game uh, at work. <laughs> so he gets off work an hour late, calls us before he hits the – it's the subway. That's 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 peak light years goon mentality right there. I'm going Cleveland one. I'm going. I'm gonna go OKC two. Sam, you got Portland. Two. I'm gonna go OKC two. I got I'm gonna Portland go. Two. Yeah, I got OKC two, and then I got. Uh, I actually got Portland last, and then and then Houston third. I, I got OKC two because um, KD left, um, and they lost. They lost to the Warriors, and then watched KD go to the Warriors. It's gotta be disgusting. I mean, that's gotta be. I mean, that's. It, there's a four I, I letter word for that. That starts with a C. On- I hear yeah. you on that, but they've they've got over it. Is my theory. Yeah. I think they got. Uh, over they've it. got a really good team. They've got a really good team. They so do. They, they got a lot of young players. They got a lot of players I like. Hey, can I get a quick take off before we get the next guy on? Yeah. Okay, um, hey man, Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren, Josh Giddy, and SGA. I know SGA's usage rate is really high. They're gonna have to figure out how to get guys touches because what I watched tonight from Jalen Williams and Josh Giddy. You don't see that normally when SGA plays. And there's a point where you get the diminishing returns, especially with these younger players. You, like, which one's which one's going to be the the role player guy? Are they young enough to want to play that role player guy? Is Josh Giddey just happy being just passing the ball? Dude, how, how much does it remind you of KD, Steph, and or KD, Harden, and Russ? You know, like different players, but I'm with you on that. I, um, it's tricky, man. It's tricky. I think specifically between Jalen and SGA because those dudes are just scorers who want the ball in their hands. Giddy's Giddy's a little more of a playmaker. Uh, like he he can he can play off ball, like he can pass, and and SGA is going to be happy with that. But Jalen Williams hasn't looked hasn't been invisible all year, right? He's been invisible, yeah. and it's it's kind of it's hard. And Chet's going to get his because it's Chet. He's probably the guy that's most talented out of all those players. He's all, he's a big man, right? He's going to get his so. And he tricky. doesn't need and he doesn't need a lot of touches. That's the other thing about chat. Like he's just easier to play with than those guys. Yeah. I think so, he'll figure it out, I think, but it's just something to watch for. Which one which one of them is gonna be a warrior? No. <laughs> I, no I, I, that's, I, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I do think one of those guys, and I think it's probably Jalen Williams, is gonna say, like, hey, like this is this is not gonna work for me. Right. They don't have to they don't have to make that decision now, but like I agree with you. When you're watching it, you're like, you will not be able to make these four players last for more than two no. years. No. 
No, you're going to leave. They didn't. I watched this team. They didn't play like this the last five games when SGA is on the court. This is not how they play. No, it's it's like it's they're it's funny they're repeating last last time's uh, issues, but like, hey man, get the talent and figure it out. Exactly, exactly. There's nothing. As as a team who watched the Warriors draft a lot of untalented guys, I'd rather have this problem than the other problem. All right, let's keep moving. What's up, man? Uh, hey, how you guys? Uh, I just come home for Diwali. My God, these games take for fucking forever. Towards the end, I don't know what is wrong with these people. I mean, I have, I have, I have, th- I have places to go to. I was like jet lagged as fuck, and then in the middle of all this, like you know, like the last thirty seconds take like thirty minutes or whatever. I, I actually have two questions to ask you guys. Number one, uh, Curry is playing like 31 minute game right now. Uh, he's playing like 31 minutes a game right now, which is like down from his usual rotation. He normally goes for like 34, 35 yeah. minutes. If it's a close game, he'll even go a bit higher. Is this just like a new thing to let him play like higher minutes, even if the game is really close? And then the other, the other thing is like, like, there's something weird going on with the lineups that he's running. It feels like Kerr himself doesn't know what he's doing after time. You know? Like, he'll put in, like, Moody in there, then he'll be like, oh, crap, this is not working, take him out, put someone else in. Like, this is like a rotating carousel of guards. How long do you think it'll take, it'll take him to, like, figure this stuff out? Sometimes he'll put, like, Chris Paul and Curry in together, and then, like, they're getting killed on defense, on defense, and he'll take them out. And he'll put in, like, GP to like, oh, crap, he can't score anymore. And, like, the lineups keep changing, there's no, like, set rotation right now. I think it's yeah. encouraging, we're still winning, but it's still, it's still, it's still a bit chaotic to watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate the call. I think okay, so I feel like uh let's hit the questions. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Steph is only playing 31 minutes. Yeah. I'm gonna turn it. I think that's good. I think that's great. Yeah. I think as long as they're generating wins, Steve's number one priority is how can I keep Steph's minutes down in the regular season, right? We're we're in what? They played six games? Sorry, six. Uh they got 70, 76 more of them to go. And then they got the playoffs. And he's Don't play in. Maybe 77. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but my point is, like, let's be realistic. Steph's old. They want, they want to be on the Spurs plan. They want to be on the Steph playing 29 to 30 minutes a game plan. I don't think it's realistic. But that's what they want to be on. Uh, in a perfect world, that's what they will be on. And then when you get to that game four in Boston, that's where you're like, Steph, I'm going to need you to dig deeper. 42. Get it. Get it. But, like, he can't be going 40 minutes in November. If he's going 40 no. minutes in November, the season's cooked. Yeah, the season's done. Uh, I'm actually a little shocked he played 31 tonight. I thought he played more than that. And, again, know, this goes right? – it, fe- it, fe- it felt like uh, – I don't know. It, it felt like 33 is what I'm going to say, which sounds dumb as hell, but whatever. <laughs> like 35, 36, yeah. which, is, which is last year what he would have played, maybe even 38, mm-hmm. and which is, you know, that's why Chris Paul is there. Chris Paul played 28 tonight, which is – about where he should be, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. And and sure. Chris Paul was able to get guys like Kaminga and Wiggins involved. I mean, they, they threw Wiggins in there with Chris Paul in the second unit too to, to get some juice. Because he's the guy that he, he can get other people buckets, but those other people can't get their own buckets. Like Wiggins and Kaminga, anytime, or Clay, anytime they start dribbling, fucking it all goes to It's hell. not a win. It's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> a win. A win for the defense, for sure. right? So it's yeah, like... Yeah. So it's it's good when they have a guy like Chris Bond there. And then to his other point with the substitutions, I mean, we talked about this earlier. I kind of like it. 
I know it's kind of crazy. It's kind of high schooly, maybe like college basketball-y when he does put Moses Moody in there for three minutes or GP2 is playing a couple of possessions, offense, defense. But, dude, that's what they have to do. It's very, it's, it's very like high school, college basketball. But, like, honestly, like we said, like, he needs to be more like Spolstra. Spolstra does that. Like, he coaches the Heat like they're a college team. You know what I'm saying? Like our college team. That's why I can, they can never win. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, just fucking slap the floor and get exactly. into it defensively, exactly. right? You know, they don't have a talent. Um, but I don't. But, I, to do. but you know, like, what's the alternative? What what is what is the better strategy with this team, right? So yeah, you can't just a, you can't just leave. I, like tonight, you can't just leave Kaminga out there, right? Especially yeah. offensively, or you can't take GP two out because you no. need him. I mean, he literally stripped Jalen Williams. Well, at, some point, at some point, we're going to talk about like GP, just the, the midget lineup, the adult lineup, where it's just Steph, CP, GP. Like that shouldn't work. They're all under. They're all your height, or they're all our height, or young, or smaller. Like it, it shouldn't work. It shouldn't work. It's it's it in in moments, and we'll get the next guy. The, in in spurts, like it'll work, right? Like three, yeah. four possessions, which is what Kerr is counting on. By the time the other team figures it out, the one it won't work against is LeBron, because once LeBron sees it, LeBron's gonna go, all right, all right, everybody, everybody, everybody slow down, give me the ball in the paint, right? That, that's, sure, that's that's sure, sure. Whoa, somebody's dog. What's up, boys? What's up, man? That's a super fun game. I don't know how to feel about the end season tournament but i feel like this game would have been a nothing game otherwise and i'm like kind of okay with that my one i'm with, you. I'm with you i'm with you there where it's like okay would i care this much otherwise no so take the one yeah my one thing is that i noticed last game was as they were running back down the floor transitioning on defense Kamingo was the one calling out their defense um i thought that was super interesting and then i read your player on the on the court at that point because it was um it was like Kaminga uh CP3 uh Sarich and like Gary Payton and I was like oh he's been on the team for the longest of those guys he's calling the defensive plays and I thought that was super interesting I mean Kaminga I still think of him as like a baby but he's been on the team for longer than a bunch of the guys on the team now yeah yeah for sure I mean it, it the Kaminga growth is it's fun to see different things in every game, and I appreciate the call. Uh, is that a Cubs hat? Oh, uh, he's <laughs> oh. gone. He's gone. Oh, no, that's my bad. Anyway, you know, I, I feel like Kuminga every game shows, shows us something new. So, you know. I didn't even know that he was two years younger than, than – you know me with age. It never, it never hits me. Oh, he, yeah. said it is a, he said it is a Cubs hat. Um, I was going to ask him a baseball question, but uh, we'll keep it moving. Oh, this this is my guy. Look at hey, this. Man. Look at How this. How y'all doing? Wow. Good. What's up, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? This is Look. an unbelievable win, man. Oh, oh. are you gonna you come up? So heavy? You're gonna come up with a new CP3 AV every time. It's freaking of amazing. Of course, you got the big boss, man. You know the cop as usual. Uh, you know, blue lives matter, as we all say. Oh but thirteen <laughs> respect, respect authority. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. This was like a phenomenal win. Fakest shooting I've ever seen in my life. Fakest, like Lou Dort, like fakest game I've ever seen. Let's look at next game's box scores for the Thunder, and we're just going to see how fake it is. But what I was going to say is, where's Trace Jackson Davis? Was he sent down to Santa Cruz? He was. Why? Yeah. Why? Good question. This would have been a perfect game 
to put in the minutes for him. I think Looney had how many fouls he had this game? Four. He only played 11 minutes. I think this game would have been perfect for him. I mean, he's young, he's spry, and um, yeah, I just feel like there was no reason to send him down to Santa Cruz. But I'm bearing the lead. Like this was such a great win. I don't know how to describe it. I know we said we were gonna wait like 20 games to just, you know, completely say, all right, this is this is a championship team. I'm I'm going in it right now after this game. I love You're it. Locked in. Locked in. Do you guys feel that way? Or you guys I do. wait? I do. I am. I'm Ride the willing, wave, baby. Ride the wave. Ride the blue I'm wave. I'm willing to say I know I'm too early, and it's not logical. But mm-hmm. history has shown me when you have a team this locked in with Steph Curry, yeah. good things happen by the end of the year. You either believe that Steph's the best player's generation or you don't. And I tend to think he is. Oh, I'm definitely. I'm very in on this team. I'm buying it. A lot of work to be done, but I'm I feel positive. Andy knows I feel positive on this. I'm all in. Yeah. yeah. And then like one more thing. I was mm. really ready to shit on Wiggins <laughs> for this game until that fourth quarter. What how come we just are now seeing like this effort from him? I just don't get it. Like where where was this effort? games to go like what's what's with them is it just if, psyche like, if people had the answer the andrew wiggins dilemma would be solved uh always but you know that's it's how he is right it's how he always has been i feel like um the only time any team has ever gotten anything out of him being a dog is uh 2022 nba postseason <laughs> you know what i mean those that's true but like what what made him tap in that fourth quarter that's just like like out of nowhere it's like Holy shit! Like, so sorry. That's Andy. Are gonna make a documentary like the quest for the quest for the the dog. Let's figure out what gets <laughs> Nick's Wiggins go. Hey, um, it's that it's that little people lineup though. <laughs> I do think. Um, look, he's had a bad start to the season, but like, positive. He he came through. He's rebounding the ball. It does feel like he's kind of coming around in one way or another. And more importantly, it seems like the team is like okay. Like they don't treat him like he's uh he's a star. They treat him like he's a role player. They're they're like, we believe in you, we think you're gonna come around, and you know what? If you're not there, we'll just close with someone else. Uh and everyone seems okay with that. And so, you know, can't can't get too like they're winning. They're winning right That's now. True. Exactly. So, so you gotta you gotta kind of roll with it as that way, and then we'll see where it lands. Cause like I think I agree with where you're going, which is in the playoffs, they need more out of him. Exactly. Uh, just, we just, we just it's November. Just, it's November third. That's true. That's true. But uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Great win. Appreciate you, my man. Have a great evening. Six games in, talking championship. I fucking love the Light Years goons. I'll tell you that right now. I love them. <laughs> I love them. I can't stop watching this Steph layup. Can, can I just before we get to the next guy? It, it, the way Should he I pull just, it up? Yeah, if you have it, pull it up. Um, also, uh, V's or I sorry if I got your name wrong, but he talked about Trace Jackson Davis. He's right, and I think a lot of people brought this up. He should have played tonight, if only it was a couple minutes to see what he looked like. They, I think, are just trying to get the minutes so that yeah. he could play thirty-five. But yeah, Trace Jackson Davis is good enough to play ten minutes a game right now in the NBA. So anyway. Scored a great defender at three. Curry sidestep. Curry drive. Curry flip. Curry good! With 
Fitz has just still got an elite call, but yeah, go for it. Sorry. No, the I just the blow by just amazes me, right? You watch it, he he goes with the left to right crossover, and then he like pulls back on the crossover a little bit, like he's gonna shoot a pull up. So it's just the standard counter move, and then he just goes straight by Lou Dort, who's a pretty damn good defender, and then floats it up underhand over Chet Holmgren, who's seven three. I just don't. It's just not normal. And what's Steph like? Your height, Sam? He's like six three. Like it's ridiculous. And I think the part we leave out here is he went to his move at seven seconds. They cleared out to ISO at 20. So he just, he sized it up the entire way. So it's one of those things where it's like, people say Steph can't go one-on-one. Oh, he needs a screen. He needs to do this. It's like, (laughs) he slowed it down like he was James Harden. He's like, everyone get out of the way. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to make you bite at a fake and go. And I'm not saying those critiques were ever worthy of response, but like he's by far the most skilled player in basketball. Yeah. He has no weakness. He can do whatever the fuck he wants at any time. He can play on ball. He can play off ball. He can play fast. He can play slow. He can shoot from 40 or he can take it to the right. Like there's no weakness in any part of his game. Now I sound like ball don't stop. (laughs) You know, that sort of thing. But it's like the, the fact is like he actually, can do all those things. He he's not theoretically doing those things. He can actually do all those things. Uh, and, and it was fun to watch him close the game in a way that Steve Kerr doesn't typically allow him to, which is no decoy, no decoy. Exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, kind of like, okay, tie game, 30 seconds left. Let's get this down to, you know, get it down to the end of the shot clock and let you go one-on-one. And you know what? <laughs> to your point, jukes one of the best iso defenders and finishes over the top of a guy who's going to win a defensive player of the year a guy who's like what seven at some point well wenby might not let him but yes the right up there (laughs) in theory but like it just it's it's freakish stuff and he makes that i think the way i know steph is just ridiculous he makes it look easy he doesn't make it look hard he makes it look easy so people think it's like a system thing I'm like, man, the system the system doesn't work with Corey Joseph. You know, the system system doesn't James, work with James with Harden all, voice. I am the system. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's like it's one of those things where it's like this doesn't work if you put I don't know Brad Wanamaker in there. You know, they put whatever you want in there. Like it's it's him. It's him. You could the whole Kyrie in there. I mean, that's just like it doesn't work. Come on, what do we? Doing, you know, what Sir, I mean? Kyrie's Kyrie's phenomenal, making shit look more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's a good one. I'm, t- I'm stealing that, that one. Stealing is it wrong? Is it wrong though? Oh, stealing it, not wrong. All right, let's get to our guy Jacob. What's up, man? Hey, happy birthday, Sam. You're the Kavon Looney. You're the Kavon Looney of podcasters, man. That's all I gotta say. Just in in every night, putting in the work. Um, but look no, at, that- look at look at old as hell. But maybe not as old as you think, but not oh, quite wow. sure. Does he have how many hip replacements? It's unclear. Yeah, I got. You. Yeah, no, you're you're ambiguous in age, and I think that's a great thing. I think that's great. Um, no, but seriously, I I could I could go on and on about this game, but like I just don't really know what to do with myself after the three and seven start last year, and through six games we have a third of the road wins. We have the entirety of last season. How am I not supposed to be saying title or bust right now? Um, and I think a huge part of that, you guys have talked about it, but like speaking of Looney, the only guy in a 10 man rotation tonight that played less than 18 minutes and 
You look at that second unit, and oh my goodness, no more Anthony Lamb BS. We have CP3, who I have had many names for over the years, has a 9-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio through six games. And granted, Mr. Paul has to stay healthy, which you know we've seen over the years has been questionable. But last season, um, of one Mr. Jordan Poole had a 1.5 assist to turnover ratio um so i think that's a thing to think about thing to talk about it was a quintessential draymond game the dude did just ungodly things on both ends of the floor and then also made some you know questionable things i thought something that got kind of overshadowed by the last play was that uh charge he tried to take on chet like with the way that the refs were blowing the whistles all game you kind of forced the refs to blow the whistle there falling on the ground um with chat running into you, but whatever. That's we're getting in the weeds. But I will be in Cleveland on Sunday. Jamon giving up on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, need a, we need an in-person check-in. I'm you're gonna be in Cleveland. I missed that. So you say you're gonna be in Cleveland. Okay. I am gonna be in Cleveland on Sunday. Right. Last which I don't know if that's a good thing. The last time I saw Steph play in person was the MLK Day game against the Bulls last season when he had eight turnovers. Mm. Like well, probably we, this that season. That was but, probably Jordan Poole's fault too. Yeah, um, no, it was def- it was definitely Jordan Poole's fault. <laughs> it was James Wiseman's fault too. Without without a doubt, it was Wiseman's fault. Are you going to go to the Wiseman uh, revenge game in Detroit? You know what? Um, I do have a full time job now, which is sad. Um, oh, so I will nice. not be at the James Wiseman uh, revenge game, but I will be watching it, of course, locked in like the rest of us. But I need you. Yeah. I need you to. Um, you, I need you to promise us because we're going. We're going to be live after the Cleveland game, and we're ending the pod on this. I okay. need you checking in. I need. A sights and sounds from Cleveland because it is my personal opinion. Cleveland is the most resentful arena in America. I think they're gonna. I think you're gonna hear stuff about Steph that's gonna make you feel uncomfortable. Oh boy! And I need America to know that they made Cleveland a sweetheart, and that is not the city they should be doing that about. I need. I need someone on the ground. I need you to be my guy on the ground to be like, the truth is out. These these. These are some bad apples here. I need the truth. I, I will. I will win a Pulitzer for the for the work I do on Sunday. Um, <laughs> no, my my last question though is I have, I have a, a Steph Curry jersey and I have a Sean Livingston jersey. Got to wear the Curry jersey, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I absolutely. would. Um. I would like seven out of ten cities say go Livingston because it's like a little more hipster, and okay. that's kind of my vibe. Yeah. But absolutely. considering. Yeah, exactly. But considering how Cleveland's Cleveland, yep. Yes, this is a, this is a no-brainer. Just be you know, careful. If this us, was please. if this was Detroit, I'd be like Livingston, you know. But sounds good, boys. Cleveland. I will, I will, re- I will report back on Sunday. Um, you can count on it, win or lose. But at this point, <laughs> we're winning the title. It's going to be a win. I'll see you Sunday. Appreciate it. It's Stay safe. Call. It's a great call. Now, now I'm just saying, I, I'm I'm ready for him to call in mobile on Sunday, being like, guys, they still hate us. You know, it's awesome. That is, a, I mean, Cleveland's struggling this year. Garland just got back, but Sam, they're they gonna blame. Like, they're gonna blame Steph again. You know? I, no, I'm just I'm worried about that team, man. Our our guys, Carter Rodriguez and uh, Justin Rowan, are not having a good time this year. I mean, that, I'm worried can about we, those can, guys. Can we be man. honest? They were not serious people. People got high on the Cleveland thing last year because they wanted to feel good for them because LeBron left. Deep down, <laughs> you and I both know that's not a real team. They're not I, going you're anywhere. Right. You're right. They're not like who on Cleveland could you ever see being the best player on a conference finals team? 
I mean, conference finals. Yeah, I mean, maybe Mitchell. You, I can see it. But I'm like, I'm look at tonight. You watch Chet Holmgren, and then we're gonna watch Evan Mobley on Sunday. And and, and I know, you know, what I mean, the difference is enormous. It's gonna be enormous when you watch those guys. I know Mobley had a nice game the other day too. But Mobley's good. They, they got good players. He's good. They have very good players. I'm not saying they don't have good players. I'm saying they don't have great players. But you know, Chet could be, I think, pretty clearly a number two on a title team. Maybe number one, who knows? That's very hard. But he's very clearly could be a number two. Mobley's like what? Maybe a number three on a title team, right? He's maybe a number three. And I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah, see. He's like Zaza. <laughs> uh, we'll see. But um, I'm not yeah. buying. I'm not buying. I'm getting out of here. I'll go have some fun. See you guys Sunday night. Happy birthday, Samuel. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.